Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Kona Shane Veterinary Podcast. Guys, we are here with my good friend, the one and only Dr. Sue Ettinger, known as Dr. Sue Cancer Vet on social media, where she does oh so much wonderful, wonderful work. Dr. Sue Ettinger is a practicing veterinary cancer specialist, international speaker, book author, and vlogger. She is one of only 450 or so board-certified specialists in medical oncology in North America, and she is the co-founder and chief medical officer of FIDU. If you're not familiar with FIDU, it is a teleconsulting company that brings together general practice veterinarians and boarded veterinary specialists. You can check out FIDU. She uh, she went to Cornell uh, for her medical training. She did a residency in medical oncology at the AMC in NYC. She was also the 2019 veterinary uh, Western Veterinary Conference Small Animal Continuing Educator of the Year. Without further ado, Dr. Sue Ettinger, how do you treat that? This is your show. We're glad you're here. We want to help you in your veterinary career. Welcome to the Cone of Shame with Dr. Andy Rourke. Welcome, welcome back, Dr. Sue Ettinger. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me. I love it. Always. Oh, you're always welcome. I got a, um, real quick. I've got a, uh, pit bull that I need your help with. You got a minute to play. How do you treat that? Oh, my favorite. All right, cool. Let's do it. So I have in exam room one, a five-year-old intact male pit bull named Buster. And he presented for a lump and it's a, it's, it's a, it's an impressive lump. He's got, this thing's about, about three centimeters in diameter. It's on the right, uh, carpus. So down on his foot, um, the skin is pulled tight over this thing. Um, I poked it, it bled like a stuck pig. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and then I'm seeing, I'm seeing degranulating mast cells when I'm looking through the microscope, uh, it's, it's definitely a mast cell tumor. I don't, I don't know that we can, that we can get any kind of margins on this thing i i don't i don't know that i could even take it off because of where it is um got any advice how do you treat that uh mast cell tumors so this is one of those tumors that i always tell owners one size does not fit all is it Mm -hmm. his first mast cell tumor it is yeah okay so, and we know about, you know, depending on what you, the study you look at, about 10 to 20% of dogs will get another mast cell tumor over the course of their life. So that's why I asked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the challenging part about mast cell tumors is finding them early, you know, and you know, my, my lumps and bumps program, see something, do something, why wait, aspirate, is that we want to find these early um, because especially when they're on the legs, right? Because... Right. We need to get clean and wide margins. So one of the big challenges with mast cell tumors is whether or not you just try to remove them or whether or not to stage the dog first to to look for internal spread before you go to surgery. And it sounds like surgery may be a challenge for this one to get margins because of its location. Right. Okay. So... One of the things I would encourage you, so it's on the leg, so is the prescap, is to aspirate the prescap lymph node. That's usually, a you know, sometimes depending on the location of the body, you're not sure where it's straining, but I would aspirate the prescap lymph node, even if it feels normal in that dog. Um, I usually offer staging. 
um, to the owners, so specifically an abdominal ultrasound. But if it is surgical, I often will also tell the owners, I go either way with these dogs. I can tell the owners, we can try to remove it, get the grading information, and then stage afterwards. So again, you're going to need to talk to Buster's owners and see what their budget is Mm -hmm. um, and feel them out. Some owners want to do staging first. I don't think it's wrong to try to do surgery first, find out the grade, some of that other prognostic information, and then do staging afterwards, you know, because again, you have to work with the, the family and their budget. Yep, totally. Um, you know, surgery is definitely the treatment of choice for most mast cell tumors. One of the things I kind of want to give everybody a little sneak peek on is there's a new therapy that's coming out that I'm super, super excited about that, um, should be available in the U S in the next couple of months. Um, it's called Stelfanta. Um, the drug name is called Tignol Tiglate, which took me a long time to figure out how to say. Yeah. Um, it's from a company called QBiotics, and Verback will be the company that's distributing it in the U.S. It is already approved in the European Union. Um, it comes from the rainforest in Australia. But the cool thing about it, especially for a dog like Buster, it's intratumoral. So you actually... It's not chemo. It's an right. anti-cancer therapy that you will inject into the mast cell tumor. Um, and it causes oncolysis. So it causes a lytic reaction of the cancer cells um, and then causes, I know. It's well, I'm, really, that's right. I'm making, I'm making a what face. Uh, it's, it, it's really, really cool. So you'll, um, there'll be a ton of information coming out. You can go to the QBiotics website. Actually, I did two YouTube videos. So I went to Australia in November of last year. Do you remember when we used to get on planes and fly? Yeah, yeah. when we used to travel. It was crazy. <laughs> I went all over the place back, back in those days. So I went out to Australia. Um, I was... Um, was one of four vets um, in the U.S. to treat dogs. So I went to Australia to treat dogs with this product. um, And you inject it directly into the mast cell tumor. So it's really ideal for dogs with one of my first cases was uh, seeing a guiding eye dog. And I treated her mast cell tumor over her distal leg, right over her hock. Um, So you inject it into the mast cell tumor. It actually causes an open defect that heals up on its own within four to six weeks. And it has a response rate of about 80%, a complete response rate. If it doesn't respond within um, four weeks, you can inject it again. So really, really cool alternative option to surgery for dogs with mast cell tumors. Okay, cool. So so just to be clear, This is not, this is not an ad spot. This is not, this, no, is, this no, is not pro, it's not pro verback anything. I just want everybody to know that this is not, no. Ad place. This is, there's no, no, there's none, none, nothing like that going on. So what you're saying though is, uh, so medication coming hopefully in the next couple of months, uh, I can inject potentially a mast cell tumor, just an intratumor injection and about an 80% response rate. And it's going to cause lysis of this tumor from inside. And it will keep, it will have, the dog will actually have an open defect or, um, that occurs around day five. And what does that mean, an open up. defect? Just, just, you, open, are you talking about a draining tract? An open wound. Okay, an open wound. Okay. That you don't, in the majority of cases, we don't treat with antibiotics, um, okay. don't bandage, and you keep open. It's really, really cool. Look, if you look at my YouTube video, and again, this is just... yeah. I'll, I'll go, guys. I'll put example. the um. I'll put the link in the in the description. Um, for sure. And I, I bring this up 
no, this is not an ad, Andy. It's a new alternative option that's going yeah. to be hopefully FDA approved, like I said, is already approved in Europe. Um, and it's a new option for dogs with mast cell tumors that will be great for these non-resectable cases. I love it. God, that's amazing. All right, great. So cool. Now I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm I know it, it's so sidetracked, cool. but it's, right. it's a no, no, that was awesome. I, I, I've got something, I've got something, I've got a new light on the horizon to look forward to. I'm going to get out of my house and there's going to be a medication I can inject into tumors and it's going to be great. Into mast cell tumors. Into mast cell tumors specifically. Mast cell tumors. So, so, so mast cell tumors specifically. Yeah. They I figured are it wasn't doing, all tumors, but yeah. They yeah, are I mean, doing I, trials in um, soft tissue sarcomas in Australia, but it's not approved for that. Um, and the dosing will be different um, okay. for that. So it will be FDA approved. Um, and I am a consultant for Cubiotics, so full disclosure for <laughs> that. Um, but the treatment of choice for mast cell tumors is always surgery and we always want to find them small and we always want to encourage owners to be palpating their dogs. I recommend a monthly lump and bump exam because if we can find these lumps when they're smaller, you know, surgery is still going to be the treatment of choice. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can remove a mast cell tumor with clean and wide margins and it's a low grade mast cell tumor, many of these dogs have a really great long-term prognosis. It's the subset of mast cell tumors that are higher grade with high mitotic index and more negative prognostic factors that we worry about. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm not able to get any sort of grading without uh, actually removing the mass. Correct. So like where we are and I'm like, I don't think I can get this thing out of here. I have no idea what grade, what grade this is. I can't grade it from cytology. Correct. So more new okay. information for okay, you. Okay. Lay it on me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there is some new information or there, you can grade on cytology. It's not as standardized yet, okay. um, but there's a couple of new reports out there about grading based on cytology. And one of the reasons with Stelfanta is you wouldn't be biopsying it with this new medication. We, so we've all, Verbac and Cubiotics have been looking into cy cytologic grading and getting a more standardized okay. procedure for that because you would have to be aspirating it. So and it would just be low and high grade based on cytology. So it's not as good as um, biopsy grading, um, but there are some ways to be able to get low versus high grade based on cytology, but not as good as biopsy grading. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. Let's go. Can I just tell you, I mean, this is the problem with mast cell tumors is it's okay. an evolving field. Yeah. And okay. You know, and that's one of the things it's like, you know, the information that we have from a couple of years ago is constantly changing and evolving and updating. And I think that's one of the nice things about it is it's exciting and it's changing and there's new treatments out there and I'm excited about that. Definitely. All right, cool. No, I love it. Let's jump back. Um, so present day, I've got Buster. We, um, we've got a mass. I don't think I can resect. I'm go uh, I can talk to his owners about aspirating those uh, pre-scap lymph nodes, seeing if I see anything that looks like spread there. Um, options from here. If they say to me, Dr. Rourke, this is a five-year-old dog, and he is our guy, and we'll do anything for him, um, what, where would you send me? Am I, am I sending this dog to, to, the, to the surgeon? Uh, am I sending him to the oncologist? Where, where do I go with this and what can I help them to expect? That's a great question. So three centimeters isn't ginormous. Like, you know, right. it's not one of these ones that's like wrapping around the leg, completely non-surgical. So I would love to see this 
case with a surgeon and ask him. So I've had some cases where the surgeon has asked me to give one or two doses, sometimes three doses of chemotherapy to try to shrink it Mm -hmm. before surgery. And then he'll do surgery. How well does that um, work? Does that does that often that work? Has, I've, yeah, I've had some great responses. I've had okay. some really good responses with hock and carpal mast cell tumors where I've given a couple of doses of vimblastine, one okay. to three doses usually weekly. It shrunk. Then we were able to remove it with margins. And then the dog didn't need chemo afterwards because we were just it, what we call neoadjuvant chemo just to shrink it. So that's a really good option. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes a surgeon will, I've been surprised. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't know if the wool get margins. I'll send it to a surgeon and they'll be able to remove it. They'll do a graft or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on the specifics of the surgeon and whether or not they can remove it with a graft. And sometimes I'm surprised the surgeons can still remove things that I would be like, oh, I, you know, they can get it off without having to do a graft. Um, but sometimes we'll just do some steroids because, you know, steroids have an anti-mast cell tumor response as mm-hmm. well. Um, so there's a couple of different options that we can do. So that's why it's great if there's a place where there's a surgeon and an oncologist as a team together. Um, and we can look at it, you know, so if you can refer to a place where the two of them are together, that might be a good option as well. Okay. It's the ones that are huge mm-hmm. or the interdigital ones. Those are the pain ones. Yeah. Can I screw myself over uh, if I look at this thing and go, man, if that was a little bit smaller, I think I could get it. Uh, can I screw myself over if I put this dog on on steroids to try to shrink it and, and it doesn't shrink? Have I now really screwed us up for other options? Um, I don't know. I mean, the only thing is... Um, I would probably not. I would, yeah, I would probably yeah, just try. Probably don't do that, Andy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to see it in its in its um natural state before um you start. You know, there are some reports where you can inject mast cell tumors with triamcinolone, you know, which is a steroid and things like that. But I think if we're trying to do the best for a case where the owners say, "I want to do everything." just refer it as is to the surgeon and then we can kind of get creative and things like that um you know i've seen some actually shrink just by putting them on like every once in a while oral benadryl you know so at my you know just because of the degranulation yeah and then sometimes you just stuck it right and you Mm -hmm. could have caused degranulation and that could cause the swelling so sometimes just letting it you know, Calm that down after. process go down, yeah. it may get a little bit better and be a better surgical candidate just from not letting it, you know, that manipulation. Mast cell tumors can be really funny like that. Um, so I would just also just let it be, you know, okay. and just see if that helps it. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about Benadryl. Are we still putting these dogs on Benadryl after we make this diagnosis? Um, or, or is that recommendation changed? I the only ones that I put on Benadryl are like long-term. So if you just have a dog with a mast cell tumor with mm-hmm. no metastasis after surgery, I don't keep on Benadryl. So okay. I only keep the ones that have have metastasis or a huge, so I just saw a dog with a, a recurrent mast cell tumor that is from his mid antebrachium up into his axilla, wrapping around his leg and metastasized to his prescap lymph node. That dog I have on Benadryl, right? Because he has a huge, like, 
yeah. 15 centimeter. So sure. he has reason to be on Benadryl probably for the rest of his life. Um, but for a dog with a little mast cell tumor, you know, sure, I... I could go either way as to whether or not they need to be on Benadryl until the tumor comes off. But once the tumor comes off, they don't need to be on Benadryl. Okay. All right. Perfect. That's great advice. All right. Yeah. Sweet. So I, th I think we've got some good options here. Um, anything else that I should be thinking about with this case or any other pearls uh, advice that you can give me? I think, you know, like I said, for a first time offender, whether or not to stage them before or after surgery is controversial controversial. Mm -hmm. um, I think we learn a lot from the mast cell tumor in terms of the biopsy um, and the grading and the mitotic index and, and things like that. Um, if it was a recurrent mast cell tumor, the dog had multiple mast cell tumors. And I think that's the challenge with mast cell tumors is they do vary from dog to dog. And I almost feel like the more I learn, the more frustrated I get with mast cell tumors. Mm -hmm. Um, and they just really are so challenging. So they're hard to summarize in a little 15 minute synopsis. Yeah, sure. Um, and I think they're a really good one to have a good relationship with your local oncologist and just, you know, just acknowledge the fact that mast cell tumors vary from dog to dog and we can't kind of summarize them very easily. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I know good. that's annoying. No, no, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of what I've always thought about mast cell tumors, right? Predictably unpredictable. Yeah. Uh, they can, they can be uh, quite frustrating. So, okay. You have a ton of resources online. Can you tell us where people can find you and find more? Yeah, I think my best set of resources for mast cell tumor, and actually it's some of my most popular videos are mast cell tumor videos, which just goes to show you what pet owners are looking for. Mm -hmm. So sure. I have a set of videos on mast cell tumors diagnosis and treatment, and then a whole set of videos on um, chemotherapy. And then the two videos about Stelfanta and me actually injecting the treatment and then seeing the response and things like that um, all on YouTube and then also Instagram and Facebook as well. But Perfect. mostly YouTube. Sounds good. I'll put links down below. Guys, thanks for being here today. Sue, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, Andy. All right. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. And that is our episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. I love my time with Sue Ettinger. I always learn when she is on the show. She's amazing. Guys, you can find her online. She is not hard to find. I will put links in the show notes for uh, all the, or some of all the places that she is, some of all the awesomeness that she does. Until we meet again, be safe, be well, take care of each other, remember that you matter, and let's be the people that our pets deserve.